You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host Big Dave Watson at Bow B-A-W-L Sports, and you can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Shoot us a text or leave us a voicemail at 331-979-1369. And you can also shoot us an email. If you're an international listener and you don't really have an easy way to text us or, or call us, send us an email. We are at LockedOnBulls at Gmail. Dot com. We're going to get to a couple of emails today, as well as some text messages. As always, we promise you a mailbag at the beginning of the week, and at some point in the week, we deliver. So we are going to get to as much from our inbox as we can. We knocked out a bunch of mailbag stuff last week, Dave, with everybody's reactions yeah. to free agency, and, and the texts and the voicemails and the emails keep piling into our inbox, and we love y'all for that. Um, Thank you. Big big Dave. Yes, sir. Uh, First and foremost, how are you? And then second of all, the first thing I'm going to do is give you probably the, the best thing in our inbox that you will love the most. But uh, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm beautiful. Everything's wonderful. Uh, just enjoying myself, eating some chips and uh, guacamole earlier. I don't know why, but I've been on that kick. I've been on chips, salsa, guacamole. And just tearing it apart and just happy as I don't know what when I'm doing it. So I don't I don't know why, but it's just it's just been like that. So it's I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> perfect, perfect summertime snack, man. Perfect summertime yeah. snack. Uh it's beautiful. So Big Dave, the 269 texted us, and all they mm-hmm. texted us was just a picture. And it's okay. ice cube, but instead of saying by Felicia, it says by Felicio. <laughs> Oh, oh man! You know what? Yeah, yeah. You know it was time. You know what's funny? So I want to say I want to I want to say something there because I'm glad you brought that up because I did see some people um, saying something about Felicio that were personal, and I had a problem with that. And mm-hmm. I don't like when people are attacking him personally um, because one, I'm not mad at the money he made. He didn't sign the check. Shout out to him <laughs> for that. Two. He is a very nice human being. He is very kind. He was cool with us. Like, he was very nice to us, man. This is a good dude, straight up. Like, he was a good person. Every single thing I have to say about Felicio is basketball related. It has to do with what is happening on the floor. So, please, people, keep it on the floor. Like, don't attack him personally and the money or the person he is. Because I promise you, when you do your background checks on him, you're going to feel a little silly about what that dude had to go through to even get over here, okay? And why he even had to come over here. You're going to feel a little something. But basketball, keep it to the ball, guys. Keep it to the ball. Because he was not good at that. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that, Dave, because um, sometimes I, I enjoy getting texts um, from people who, who don't like us. Like mm-hmm. it, it's oh, interesting. It's, it's like, oh yeah, we have a text line, and then some people use it to just just hate on us and be like, oh, this podcast yeah. sucks. And I always, yeah. my first thought is always, why are you listening then? Like, <laughs> what, what do you do if you don't like it? This is one of I, I, what fifty, a hundred Bulls podcasts that are out there. Yeah, you got nothing better to do with your day than text our text line and 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 just shit on us. Hey, <laughs> what makes you happy? Come but on with it. While we're on Felicio. Like we have this hilarious email in our inbox, mm-hmm. and I wanted to read it. I'm gonna sure. do my best to to bleep out and edit out all of the f bombs that are in here because this oh. person is clearly worked up when they wrote it. But it's oh, about Felicio okay. and about right. being mean to Felicio. So mm. this email comes to us from Ali, uh, and Ali says, "I've been listening to you since the beginning and can't stand it anymore. Oh. I'm super disappointed." Mocking players and calling them trash. For bleep's sake, they are people. They have lives and families. The last straw was Felicio. He was a bad Mm. pick, but the dude did his best. And the flaming of him on that last episode was so immature, childish, and poor podcasting. It makes me Mm. sick. 
Mm. He had to leave to bleeping Germany to continue his profession. If you don't have anything to say, then shut the bleep up and leave. <laughs> Sorry about the Fs, but your show is so weak. <laughs> I love this. I that was amazing. Thing. Hey, Ollie, thank you, man. Hey, that was amazing, dog. Hey, first of all, what I love the most about that was the apology <laughs> at the end of <laughs> cursing us out and then saying, sorry about that, guys. And then then following up the apology with more, but your show is weak. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sorry about it, but your show is trash. Look, I- Ollie, <laughs> my man, check it out. You said it yourself in your own statement. <laughs> that the dude was bad, okay? It's, it's plain and simple. He was a bad basketball player. Now, everybody has a player in some kind of sport, I don't care what it is, that just gets under their skin, just bothers them because of how they're playing, and you're like, why are they on my team? I can't stand that this player is here. I never said anything personal about Felicio, like I just said in, in, this, in what I just said five few minutes, few seconds ago. Right. It never gets personal with me about any basketball player. Any basketball because to be in a professional in the NBA, you had to go through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Now you had to do some things to get there. And obviously you had to have talent to get there. So you're one of the best players in the world if you're playing in the NBA. So that's step one. Step two, as long as you keep it to ball, I can't stress that enough. As long as you keep it to ball. It is fair game. When he's playing well, you give the praise. And y'all know me. You know I love giving praise. I love heaping it on people. But you also know I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to be straight up. And I'm going to be real with you. And that ain't for everybody. And that's okay. I sleep at night comfortably knowing I told the truth and how I felt. And I'm telling you, you saw it yourself. He was not good at basketball. He was not Good. And that's all I'm saying to you. He was terrible at the game. He was not good while he's here. There's a reason he's not in the NBA anymore. It's a reason another team didn't sign him. It's because he wasn't good enough because teams saw him and said, we don't want to take that risk. We don't want you to play you on our team no more. He wasn't good. So it's not just me saying it. It's actually teams saying we don't want you on our team. Dude, he wasn't good. It's the bottom line, Ali. He wasn't good. Ali thinks that we were being mean and is, is saying, you know, have some th- sympathy. Like this guy had to go to Germany to keep doing the job that he does. And it's like, there, there's no sympathy there. He wasn't good enough to play in the NBA. So he went to play somewhere else. Why is it wrong for us to like, and look again, as you said, Dave, we have never made anything personal with Felicio. You no. and me and our guy John sat at his table at the Bulls we charity did. gala and had yep. dinner with the man. He's yep. very nice. Very we nice. enjoyed person. his company. Sure at did. the same time, if 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 our job is to sit here and talk about Bulls basketball every day, and you're not going to point out that getting contract like Felicio's off the books is good and that you can go back and have some laughs about just how incompetent he was at the NBA level, yeah. then what are we doing here? We're we're just going to sweep that elephant under the rug and pretend, oh, man, Felicio, great Bulls career. Thanks for everything. Really going to miss you. No, because you know why? Then the other 99% of our listeners would tune out and say, what the hell are you talking about? He's right. It's it's not mean and it's not personal, Mm -hmm. but it is absolutely within our, within the fairness of our jobs to celebrate that player leaving because mm-hmm. that player and his presence on the roster and the cap space that he took up was nothing but a worm in the brains of Bulls fans for the last four years. So Look, I don't want to hear nothing. Oh, poor Felicio. He had to go sign a German. Who cares? He's gone. That's, uh, he's gone. He's, he's gone. gone. Not, again, nothing we are saying here is personal. Nope. Not, Not a one single thing. thing. Not one thing. Dude had contract. Dude did not live up to contract. That's basketball talk, plain and simple. You can be happy about the fact that somebody who did not live up to their contract and who was on most nights a punchline in the NBA is no longer wearing your team's jersey. And being happy about that is in no way personal. At all. 
and obviously this is locked on the Bulls, not locked on NBA. We're we're specific to a team. So we're we're not covering an entire, you know, everything in the league. We're specific to the Chicago Bulls. It's our favorite team. This is why we do this. We love this team. That's why my microphone is red. It's also my favorite color, but it's red and black because I love the Chicago Bulls, okay? So when I sit there and I watch somebody who's not good at basketball, who forgets that he's supposed to be on the floor in the fourth quarter with five seconds left, he forgets he's supposed to be on the floor. So you're playing five on four. He has to sprint down the floor to get there. That's Felicio. Like there, I'm sure there are millions of highlight tapes of him doing terrible things. You can go check out my man Gustavo. He's He's got it. Trust me. He wasn't good. And his contract handcuffed them. And shout out to him for the money he made, for real. Like, straight up. He fleeced right. them. Nasty. And I ain't, got, I ain't mad at him for that at all. But his contract handcuffed him a lot because they couldn't trade him. There's a reason they couldn't trade him. It wasn't just the contract. It seems like we ain't paying him all that money because he can't play. He can't do that for us. That's all it was. So the fact that they're out of this contract, the fact he's not on our team anymore, and the fact that he wasn't good. All are elements that lead to a celebration. And you lucky I didn't play cool in the game or we would have got trouble for copyright <laughs> infringement because I would have celebrated, bro. Are you kidding me? Man, please, right. dog. I did the same thing when Boylan left because he was bad at his job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're bad and you leave, I'm going to celebrate. Nothing personal, nothing about that. They're good people. Boylan's a good person. I met him a couple times. He's a good dude. But, dude, no, he can't coach my basketball team. And Felicio can't play on this one either. And he doesn't anymore. And I'm excited about that, Ali. But thank you right. for listening. For real, though. Thank you for tuning dude, in. Now, now, what I'm really curious about is if we get a response email from Ali after listening well, to so. this. Because if you told us you hate our podcast and you think we suck, <laughs> why are you listening? Why, no, you, keep tuning you, in. You, you, want, you want sunshine and rainbows? Go listen to Fred's <laughs> podcast. But you know what? I guarantee you not even Fred was throwing flowers at Felicio's feet on his way no, out of town. Because you know what? You know who was? Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> it's time for him to go. Unreal. I love it. I love hate mail. It is yeah. the best. Me too. Me it's too, man. So, we have that in common. It's so enjoyable. It's so enjoyable. It is. It is. Uh, I love it. You know, you know what else is enjoyable? What is this? Beautiful man? Chicago summer days. You know what's not enjoyable? Sweating that, through man? your t-shirts by not noon. Not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> That's why I'm going to tell you about Sweatblock, which is Ooh. one of the sponsors for today's show. Guys, there's a few things in life that just aren't fun to talk about. One of them, excessive sweating. Mm. You know, when you're sweating through your shirts for no reason, it's embarrassing. Some of you know that, hey, I, I deal with this. You I, like I sometimes I raise my arms and see in the camera like, oh, my gosh, I'm already pitted out like this is crazy. <laughs> and hey, it's it's just something that's uncomfortable that we don't like dealing with. It's not life or death. There are many worse problems in the world. But let's be honest, in these moments, it feels like a big deal. If you've got a big presentation mm -hmm. at work, if you're going out on a first date, nobody likes to pit out during those important parts of your life. I'd rather just not worry about it at all. And that's why I use Sweatblock antiperspirant wipes. Sweatblock is stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it at night before bedtime, go mm. to bed. When you wake up the next morning, you wash, you go about your day without worrying about sweat at all, guaranteed. The dry wow. shirt guarantee from Sweatblock. If Sweatblock doesn't keep you dry, they give you your money back. It's that simple. It's been featured and tested on the Rachel Ratio by firefighters, some of the sweatiest people doing the sweatiest jobs on the planet. It's been a bestseller product on Amazon for over the past 10 years with over 13,000 positive reviews. Wear what you want to wear. It's a must for everyone's toiletry mm -hmm. bag. It's that big presentation, that hot date, whatever it is, we can all benefit from sweat block. I know it sounds too good to be true, but I literally only have to use sweat block once, maybe twice a week, and it keeps me wow. dry throughout my day every day no more pitting out no more picking my wardrobe based on which shirts will hide sweat better so if you or someone you love is dealing with this problem you've got to check out sweatblock get it today for 20 percent off at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on also mm. available at amazon and cbs big dave mm. who else is a sponsor on today's show i'll tell you matt because you know now that you've got your sweat block and you're not sweating and you're feeling calm and cool I think that's when you should go ahead and head to bet online because people sometimes get sweaty with their bets. They get a little scared. They want to do it. No, 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 no. 
you got your sweat block on. And guess what? Baseball season is in full swing. And you know your team, maybe the White Sox, are about to be in that playoff mode. So guess what? It's time to head to bet online and put some money down on them. You also can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. And it's not just MLB. Also, it's NBA when it comes back. Also, it's NHL when it comes back. And all of your UFC and MMA action. So before the next pitch, why don't you just head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. And now, since I talked about that sign bonus, let me give you something. Let me give you something right here. If you head to that website, and I'm going to head to it right now, and you use your mobile device or your laptop, and you head to that website, and you sign up today, you will receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. One, two, three, four, five. 50% bonus. That is awesome. You should do this. You know why? Because it's bet online. It's your sports book experts. Use the promo code locked on to get that 50%. Pew. Shadazy. Shadazy. All right. Um, let's dive back into our mailbox. Uh, this text comes to us from the 217 who says, Bulls text line. Wow. <laughs> First time texter Travis here. I DM'd Matt in celebration of my beloved Io. Back to mm. being a Bulls fan. With all the new guards and lack of future draft picks, is it more important that Io play a lot so they can immediately trade him on proof of concept, or is he something to hang on to long-term because of those very same reasons? Mm. Um, this is an interesting one, Big Dave. Obviously, with Kobe's injury... There is a chance that Io actually cracks Billy Donovan's rotation out of the gate this season. If True. Kobe White were healthy, I don't think we would see Io on the floor a lot. Mm. Maybe the Bulls would say, "Hey, go go get some reps with the Windy City Bulls or or whatever." Mm. Um, I, I, personally, I am intrigued enough by Io with his with his potential as a two way player with great size and length at his positions. What we talked about with his defensive game in our previous episode. And a guy like Zach, like Kobe, like Lonzo, who can play on or off the ball in the backcourt, I think there's a lot of potential there. Sure. And given that the, the Bulls, you know, as as uh, Travis mentioned with his text, the, the draft pick cabinet is a little bit bare right now. Mm -hmm. You've got Patrick Williams, and, and yet you, you got, you know, Marco, 21 years old. You got Io, 21 mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be so quick to sell off one of the pieces of youth that you still have kicking around, knowing that you're not getting a lot of draft capital coming in in the next couple of seasons. What about you? No, I don't think they would. Um, only because they this is this is these are all their new babies, you know, for lack of a better term. These are their new children. You know what I'm saying? And that's why when Patrick Williams and guys like that were coming up with people with trade talks, I'm like, they're not trading him. They he's their first ever pick. They're not going to trade him right now. So I feel the same way right now about, about Io and, and Marco, especially Marco. Um, he was the second one. <laughs> he was the second pick that they had. So they're not going to get rid of those uh, picks. And Io, you're right. Uh, I'm interested to see him on the floor uh, playing in the NBA. Just, to, you know, you want to get a feel for him, you know, and kind of see what he could really do. We know what he could do defensively. We, we both agree that him in transition – is incredible you know what i'm saying everything we praise him on is usually on the defensive side of the ball so we definitely want to see that improvement on the offensive side of the ball without him being in transition more of in a half court you know because it's going to come down to that it's the nba but if it's one position the bulls are kind of log jam at it's the guard position uh they have a ton of guards so kobe white you're right on though Matt. with kobe white being out i think that kind of ensures he'll he'll be on a roster uh, to start the season because they're going to need it. But I think when Kobe comes back, you, you'll you be seeing Io get some of that run in the G League and, you know, get some development going on for him down there. Um, if he was a first-round pick, I don't know if I'd feel this way. Uh, but knowing he's a second-round pick and knowing how logjam they are at that guard position, I think you'll see some time with him uh, in the G League, which would be great for him because, you know, he gets to play. He gets to develop, which is something we're not used to here in Chicago. It's players developing. Uh, so it'll be awesome to see that. And yeah, I, I think we'll, um, he'll get a chance. He'll get a chance with Kobe being hurt, man. So I don't think they'll be looking to get rid of those assets. Just not quite yet. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the exception to that obviously would be if the Bulls, after this season, address, okay, this piece works, this piece doesn't, this, whatever, whatever. If they decide that in the following season, they want to move one of the pieces to bring in a, a, a piece that fits better after what they've analyzed mm-hmm. to, you know, okay, we, we, we've got Zach, we've got Vooch, we've got DeRose, we've got Lazo, we've got all these pieces. We, we think that we've addressed that one player who could come in and really take us from a middling playoff team to a legitimate championship contending team. Mm-hmm. And if the team who is selling that player wants Io in the deal, then you, then you put Io in that deal. If it's yeah. about winning now, yeah. and not just playoff winning now, but like if it's about contending for a championship and the front office yeah. addressing this is that one missing piece, yeah. and the team that is selling you that one missing piece says, yeah, throw Io in the deal. Yeah, like Io, good luck, buddy. Because yeah. You know, yeah. How, how many shots do you get at championship contention? Not many. He's right. I mean, yeah, you're offering me a superstar all NBA in the deal, and they're like, Io's the deal breaker. Yeah, <laughs> you 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 wouldn't make that move, but um, as opposed to that, because obviously that's super best case scenario of something happening, you know, like that with this team. But going forward, uh, he'll be here. Uh, we're happy he's here. I can't wait to see him play. Uh, I'm excited to see him play, and he's just gonna get better, man, because that dude loves to work, and and mm-hmm. they got a bunch of guys who just really like to work and who like to be in the gym. And are liking to be around each other. You know what I mean? You see that camaraderie and chemistry kind of developing too. So yeah, it's gonna be fun to watch, man. And I hope I hope his chemistry with Marco gets even tighter, uh, where he knows where Marco wants the ball. Cause their pick and roll, you saw it in that last summer league game. Them running that pick and roll is is a problem. Cause that's what Io's used to running with uh Kofi Cockburn is that nice pick and roll where he just hits him with that bounce pass. Marco kind of likes it up top. You know what I mean? He's right. not a bounce bag. He kind of likes it up top. But they'll get that together. They'll rock that. But yeah, I'm excited, Matt. That's all I know. I'm excited. We got some assets. And, and we're moving forward. And it's good. <laughs> happy about it. You can't not be happy about it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. We've got a text here from the 312 who says, I guess I'm in the minority regarding Lowry, but I want to see him with a point guard, which he has only yeah. had briefly with the Bulls. Now mm-hmm. we have two. Also, I think Arturis likes him. So, no. (laughs) I mean, you and I were kind of joking today about that moment uh, from the tail end of last season when the Bulls are leaving the court after the game and Arturis is in the (sighs) tunnel and just blanks Lowry. I don't – look, Arturis might like Lowry as a person and think he's nice, but as we just saw from the report, um, from Bleacher Report the other day that we were talking about, what the Bulls are doing by just like bleeding Lowry's market right now and sitting on it and saying, hey, nothing personal, but we're going to try and get something for you. And you clearly don't want to come back because yeah. you feel unwanted and underpaid and underappreciated. I don't think Arturis is concerned about maybe hurting Lowry's feelings a little bit right now. And you're not wrong about the point guard thing. Dave yeah. has been shouting that from the rooftops <laughs> for the entirety of Lowry's Bulls career. And I don't know what one point guard you were referring to when you said that at some point, briefly, the Bulls had one when Lowry was here. Because no, they haven't. No, I don't even know which no. one you think you're talking about. But I I think at this point, look, even people like myself and like you, Dave, who believed in Lowry and believed yeah. in his potential, I have cut that cord from my brain. I am moving on. You yeah. know why? Because we got more important and more exciting stuff going on right now than wondering, ah, oh, man, if, if Lowry just had a point guard. Great. Yeah. Wherever you end up, I hope you have a nice point guard, Lowry, and I'll be rooting for you. I really will. But I I can't spend any more brain space thinking about Lowry right now. There's just too much too much else going on. Yeah, I agree. And plus, you know, the writing is on the wall and the ship is ready to sail. We're just ready for somebody, you know, to bang it with the champagne bottle so we can get up out of here Uh, because it's ready to go. Um, but yeah, Matt's right. Like I, we love Lowry. I've loved Lowry. <laughs> like, I was screaming about Lowry. I don't know how many times. All of, I was fighting with NBA NBA analysts about Lowry marketing. Okay, like I was all in on Lowry marketing. All right. So yeah, but we know when it's time. When it's time, it's time. Lowry's like, I don't want to be here. The Bulls with their moves are saying we want. We don't want you here either right now, Lowry. We want you to go too. So both of these guys know. 
what the next move is for them. We just don't know what team, you know what I mean, or where he's going to end up. But they both are like, we're ready to cut that cord and move on, like Matt has already done. They're ready to cut that cord and move on. Lowry's still in Finland, man. Like, <laughs> he's not here right now. Like, Lowry's still in Finland. He ain't, He's chilling. He already made his decision. He's just waiting to see what team he wants to go to. And I hope he gets that shot. I promise you. I hope Lowry balls out. I for real do, man. I hope that's the issue. I hope the issue is he didn't have a point guard. And he comes out and we're like, see? So I can be like, yes, see? I knew it. I knew you had it in you, man. I'm glad. And it's great because, Matt, I would have felt hurt if this happened probably a year or two ago and he Mm -hmm. developed and became that player. It don't feel that way no more with this new front office, man, because of what I see them doing and what I see them having. It don't feel that way to me anymore. Like, I'm not like, oh, you see? Right. You know? <laughs> and you, and you want to know why? It's because it, it, won't, it won't hurt as much because we are not banking on Lowry turning himself into a star for yeah. our team to be halfway decent. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, because we have a front office that went out and got us a whole bunch of new toys to play with, <laughs> yes, and got Zach Levine some help. Yeah, and again, no offense to Lowry, and you and I were both pulling for him, but we were hoping that he could be the the Robin to Zach Levine's Batman. Mm-hmm. For for a minute there, it looked like maybe he had that potential. Came nowhere close. In the end, he came, came nowhere, nowhere close to being that nightly reliable second option, and that's sad. But it's it the reality. Is. It's the reality. It's the reality um, that goes gravity. You want to know what else is a reality, Big Dave? Is the fact is that, that you, can, you can eat protein bars that basically just taste like candy bars and know that they're healthy for you. Stop you playing. Check out Built Bar. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There's something for everyone. If you don't know these flavors, you're missing out. If you like a little bit of fruit in your protein bars, they've got flavors like cherry barcia and raspberry, strawberry, orange even. Or if you're a salty sweets person like me, you got to check out their German chocolate, their salted caramel, their mint brownie, their double chocolate. Great flavors for the chocolate lovers as well. Mm. If you haven't tried all these Built Bar flavors, you can get a mixed box from Built.com and you'll get two of each of their nine OG flavors so that you can try them all and figure out which one is your favorite not only are these built bars the best tasting protein bars on the market but they're healthy for you too all of them have either 17 or 18 grams of protein packed into Mm -hmm. each and every bar while only having between 130 and 180 calories how do those numbers even add up it's crazy (laughs) only four or five grams of sugar and four or five grams of net carbs did you also know that built bar was the official protein bar of the u.s track and field team you know all those professional athletes that were out in tokyo winning a bunch of medals just last week if it's the best protein bar for Olympians, maybe it's the right answer if you're looking for the right protein bar in your life. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15, LOCKED15, mm. for 15% off at Built.com. Mm, nailed it. Did you feel that? Yes. Um. All right, so we've got... Uh, an email that we're going to get to next here with maybe somebody who's a little bit more skeptical about these moves in particular, DeMar DeRozan. Alex says, Hey guys, absolutely loved the first day of free agency, but like many other fans, the DeRozan move was just a bit meh and extra. Mm. That being said, it's exciting to see three all-stars on the court at the same time. And hopefully Donovan can make it work, considering he made Dennis Schroeder so good, he thought he could get a max contract. (laughs) Honestly, great little side jab to Schroeder there. Uh, Honestly, I'm fine with AK overpaying DeRozan because most players in the league are overpaid. But considering his age, the first and second years of the contract should be fine, but the last one, when he's 34, 35, it might get ugly. So my question is, do you think AK can use DeRozan as the center of a package to trade for another star that fits the lineup better, like Bradley Beal or Jalen Brown. Wow, As always, I... thanks for the good work. Goodness. I... <laughs> Bulls fans, man. Bulls fans. Hey, we finally did some stuff for free agency. Now, how, how soon can we trade these guys? <laughs> Dude, listen, 
Listen, I'm talking about. <laughs> you want to talk about not seeing that truck coming? <laughs> I, did not, I did not see that coming. That is not where I thought that was going. I, I did not see that coming. Lady on a motorized cart. <laughs> Yo, my goodness, man, dude, that is wild. Hey, man, first, thank you for sending that. First of all, shout out to you, my man. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks for listening too. Oh, uh, man, no, <laughs> no, we're not trading him. We just got you. Literally, he just. It's it's not even official yet. Like <laughs> he, he hasn't even put on a pair of shorts and. I mean, dude, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, he just got here, man. He just walked in the door. And you're like, get out. Thanks for coming. Hey, man. <laughs> Y'all cold-blooded bunch. Y'all be cold-blooded sometimes, man. But, in a, <laughs> sorry, I'm just messing with you. But on a basketball level, um, no, you want to see what DeMar DeRozan can do for your team. You know what he's going to bring you as far as mid-range is concerned. You know he's a 20-point game scorer. Uh, he increased his assists, I mean, every seven assists last season. And he did this playing a new position. He's been a shooting guard his entire time. He played small forward last year. And his assists went up and his numbers were pretty much the same. He's a walking bucket. We've been missing that and lacking that for a very, very, very long time. And plus, he's also a veteran leader. And that's one of the things we saw in that summer league game. You saw him talking a lot to Patrick Williams and speaking to him, trying to give him tips and pointers. And Patrick Williams talking about how much he enjoyed that and how much he needed that. Because again, Patrick Williams' uh, game is kind of mid-range predicated, exactly Mm -hmm. like DeMar DeRozan, because one of his heroes uh, was Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi Leonard is who Patrick Williams, you know, kind of looked up to and kind of modeled his game after. So if you modeling your game after a mid-range guy, it's good to have a veteran whose game is a mid-range showing you tips, showing you improvement, showing you what you can do and what you shouldn't be doing. So, yeah, it's necessary for those young guys like him. So it helps with his development and the fact that he has been had deep runs in the playoffs pretty much his entire career. So mm-hmm. it's good to have him here, man, and he's going to pay dividends. So I say just wait and see. Let him, you know, put on one shoe first. And, and let, you know, let's wait and see that before we, you know, start picking up trade packages, bro. Nah, dude, got to trade him. Got to trade him right now. Uh, <laughs> look, as far as the, uh, the emailers question about, you know, well, well it's, it's, you know, not that we don't like DeRozan, maybe a little bit of an overpay fine. It's about fit, right? Okay. Yeah. Other than DeRozan and Zach and Vooch, three of your starting five being a concern on the defensive end, I get that. Why do you think we went out and added Lonzo? Why do you think we went out and added Alex Caruso? Why do you think we got these defensive plus players to help compensate for that? And offensively speaking, I I just can't get over the fact that so many people think that Levine and DeRozan won't work offensively together. They are not the same player. DeRozan is going to take burden off of Zach by getting some ISO looks, getting to the free throw line, and knocking down his super efficient mid-range looks. Mm -hmm. He's also going to allow Zach to be a lethal off-the-ball threat more than he was last season. Yes, I I just don't understand the people who see DeRozan and Levine and say, bad fit. Other Mm -hmm. than a a starting two guard and a starting wing who are each subpar defenders. If that's your only argument... Good offense beats good defense 10 times out of 10 in the NBA anyway. So, like, you know, chill out. But offensively speaking, (laughs) look, and maybe maybe we see this season play out, and for whatever reasons, Levine and DeRozan don't fit and clash, Mm -hmm. and and for for whatever reason, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you can talk about, is there a player who fits better with Levine, assuming you're still building around Levine, who fits better than DeRozan? Mm. Who are who is that list of candidates, and which one can we get? And can we swap DeRozan to do so? But that's not a conversation for now. What? Let them play. God, it's like <laughs> Bulls fans have been like you know, like hopping 
from one rock to another rock, just yeah. barely bigger than the size of your foot in a <laughs> lava mountain. And, and, and we just escaped that death trap. Yes. And now we're on this beautifully paved road driving away from the lava mountain. And you're like, I think I see a pebble eight miles down the road. Oh, dear God, what do we do? Enjoy the you fact did. that you're on a paved road for a minute. Right. Good God. Yes. Yes, man. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't have nothing to add to that. Yes. Oh. Bulls fans, they're the best. Oh, y'all the best. Truly, truly the best. Um, Thank you. Okay, we're going to take another email. This one comes to us from Matt Duncan, one of our loyal listeners. Uh, He says, hey, guys, what a great week it's been for Bulls fans. Mm -hmm. I was worried the Bulls overpaid for Lonzo, but you guys have talked me around on that. Yeah. Also, I figured if we overpaid for Lonzo, we wouldn't get any other decent free agents. Man, I was wrong thinking that. I like Caruso. DeRozan will help. Uh, will hopefully be a great third option. I can't mm-hmm. wait for the season to begin. I believe it's J.J. Polk that deserves massive credit for finding ways to make these deals. Cheers, Matt. Thanks for checking in, Matt. Um, some great stuff in there. First and foremost, yes, absolutely, I believe with you. J.J. Polk is the unsung hero in a lot of this, Big Dave. Mm-hmm. Making, you know, doing what he does best so that the Bulls can orchestrate multiple sign-and-trade deals in the first couple of days of free agency, something that Gar would choke on his gum trying to figure out. Um, The stuff about overpaying and Lonzo, Mm -hmm. we saw earlier this week something that made me feel even better about the Lonzo deal because we, we were sitting here the week leading up to free agency, and I told I don't love paying Lonzo over 20 million a year. I think it's an overpay and I'd be worried if if that's what we end up doing. You see the breakdowns of each year of his year deal and it's actually less than we thought it was. Yes. The 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 4 years 85, the 85 part of that deal is only with unlikely bonuses in mm-hmm. in Lonzo's contract that he's probably not going to hit. Yeah, yeah, I agree and I think that's the key point of that, Matt, is, I mean, you're right. You you were like, dude, I do not want to give this guy over 20 mil. And I was like, we give him a little over 20 mil. Cool. I'm okay with that. And the fact that you come in and you see this contract, you're like, this is, yes, <laughs> this is what everybody thought. And what I love most about it is the fact that it's incentive laden. And you're saying like things he, he, you know, that he might not be able to hit, you know, things that are like, dude, you might not be able to get this. The point is, if he gets that, that makes that contract even look more awesome, right? <laughs> so if he achieves those goals that are set that get him that extra money, everybody's happy. That means you're still getting him at a premium. You're still giving him at a great price because he's doing all this stuff for an extra $5 million. <laughs> That's still a deal, guys. That's still a great deal. So you can mess around. like, And again, this is hypothetical. I'm saying if you mess around and like he becomes an all NBA player or all defensive player, all star like that, you got that for an extra five million bucks. That's really awesome. Okay, that's a good thing, man. So I I just love how they're doing it. And and JJ Polk and shout out to you, Matt, because you're the one who who I, you're the first person I heard say this uh, about JJ Polk. And as far as um you know him being masterful. And, and how he worked these contracts and how he got these guys in here, how he's the unsung hero of that. You're absolutely right. So he deserves all the flowers and all the love, man, because he has been behind the scenes doing his thing. So I love the fact that it's 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 like a unit, man. It's a real unit. Everybody is using what they do best to make this team better. Nobody is stepping outside of their boundary and about as far as what they do best, what they can do. You know what I'm saying? And that's great. Polk is great at that. Boom, we'll do that. Uh, AK is, is is great at being aggressive and being in pursuit of guys. Boom, let's do that. Mark Eversley is a little smoother, and he's got connections with a lot of these players in the league. DeMar DeRozan, hello. Boom, let's use him for that. So was, it's awesome thing. <laughs> Come on, man. Yes. You didn't see – I mean, AK didn't go with him. Mark Eversley went. You know, and why? Because he's got the relationship with him. That's using what you do best to get what you need to help this team improve. So shout out to J.J. Pope, man. Yeah, great job. Great job. 
All right, we're going to wrap with this. It is a text from yet another international listener. God, I love how global this fan base is, man. It's truly, it really awesome. It's awesome. Uh, yeah. So uh, this is Bertrand, who says, Sup, Matt and Big Dave. Bertrand, diehard Bulls fan from France, a Ooh. country where you have to work your, uh, work your ass off from 9 to 6. No time to sleep because there's a 2 a.m. Bulls game. But, hey, I love that. <laughs> Anyway, my question for you guys. Do you think we can copy the Miami Heat model by being competitive every year no matter what? Being the franchise mm. in discussions every time a big player is available, acting like a big market. One last thing. During one of my trips to Chicago in 2011, I met a local guy named Scott. He was at every game that year with signs every time. If you could give him a shout-out and give him my Twitter handle, at Easy Land E A Z Y L A N D because I lost my phone and my computer back in 2012 and I lost my connection with him. Thanks, guys. Oh. You're awesome. Uh, appreciate you checking in, Bertrand. And first and foremost, if, if Locked On Bulls can become like a weird kind of missed connections hub for Bulls fans, yes, who, who meet each other in international travel, that would be super awesome. So, yeah. Scott, if you're listening, come find your man on Twitter. <laughs> He's out there looking for you, Scott. And it, and the fact that it, it's been since 2012 lets me know you guys had a connection right there, man. 2000, that's a long time, people. It's almost 10 years, ladies and gents. And he's still like, that's my guy right there. I got to get in touch with him. How do I get in touch with him? Let me come to Locked On Bulls and see if they can do that for me. E-A-Z-Y Land is the handle on Twitter, my man, Scott. Hit that man up. Hit up Birchwood, man. Hit up Birchwood. I love it. Come on, Talibu. As as for his question, I I love the idea, and it seems laughably impossible, just based on the, the ingrained part of a Bulls fan's brains who's like, yeah, we're a big market team that acts like a mom and pop shop. That, yeah. I mean, it's what drive drive this fan base crazy all these years. Where why we're the Chicago freaking Bulls? Mm -hmm. Why do we never spend any money? Why do we never get any big names to come play here? Meanwhile. You got Pat Riley over there in Miami who's just always making stuff happen. Always. I mean, what did I tell you? A week and a half before free agency, Big Dave. Where's Kyle Lowry going? He's going to Miami. Come on. <laughs> Where else would he go? Pat Riley's going to find a way to make it work. Yeah. And, yep, maybe he tampered too, but he got Kyle Lowry. Yep. I don't – obviously, it would be great if the Bulls could operate the same way Miami does. I think there are a couple of things that would always that will always make it harder for the Bulls than Miami. You got Miami, South Beach, and no state taxes. Whereas if you're a dude making millions playing in the NBA, that Chicago City tax and the Illinois state tax is gonna take a big bite out of each and every one of your paychecks. Ouch. Yeah. It's true. I, so, like, as much as some people say, "Oh, it doesn't matter," like, "Oh, the, you know, whatever." No, it matters. It does it matter. matter, and that it, that is one area where the Bulls will never be as enticing as the Heat. But the bigger part of the question is: Is Jerry Reinsdorf and his son Michael, when Michael officially officially takes over in probably a handful of years, mm -hmm. um, are they okay with shelling out big money? Yeah. Pat Riley just spent a fortune to build the new look heat this offseason a yeah. fortune gave jimmy a huge contract gave duncan robinson 90 million dollars and yeah shelled out to also bring in kyle lowry the bulls have never been a team willing to spend like that is that going to change because if it, the only way that the bulls become a team that operates like miami is if they spend the money like miami spends the money yeah I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Matt. I think the Bulls can definitely start operating like Pat Riley. Um, it's been, I've mentioned his name, I don't know how many times during this process since they got Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan, as far as in comparison to how they're getting these players, the shrewd moves that they're doing. Um, the fact that, guess what? The Bulls are caught in tampering. Well, guess who else is too? <laughs> My heavy heat. Um, the, the thing about the money, um, DeMar DeRozan and his contract. There are a lot of Bulls people here who are like, you paid way too much money for that contract. You know who else would have paid that kind of money for that? Pat Riley. He would have gave up that kind of money for that contract. Um, I love hearing the way AK speaks 
it reminds it's very Pat Riley-esque in how he talks about it, how I want to win. We want to be aggressive and we want to be competitive year after year. The mediocrity ends now. That's Pat Riley stuff. That's stuff Pat Riley says all the time. That toughness. Yeah, great. You, you want that stuff. That's a very Pat Riley move. How they're doing Lowry marketing right now. That's a Pat Riley move because in business, it is very shrewd. It's not personal about it. It's just this is business and it's the best move for it. Now, I don't want him to be like Pat Riley in a sense of you start getting guys like DeJuan, you know, DeJuan Wagner because you just try to get them on the team. I don't want it to be like that in that sense. But I think they, with the moves that you see and how they're moving and how they're operating, they can definitely become that kind of team where they're always in the conversation as far as the free agent is concerned. I think getting DeRozan and getting Vooch like they did and getting Lonzo like they did is going to put them on the radar to other NBA players as far as what they're looking at, especially because now you have the talent, now you have the coach, and you know you already have the history. It's already right there. So I think the way he, he's been operating, I think the way he and Eversley have been doing things, I, I really think that's possible, man. I really do. I, I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm just saying it would be a huge shift from the norm. Fact. Um, no, no, and, it's a, that's a fact. That's a fact. And you know me. I'm a, I'm a, I'll believe it when I see it, guy. Yeah. So, <laughs> yes, I know. I know. Yes, I know. Um, and you're right to it, understand why you feel this way. I've, I've been here the last few years, too. I understand why you feel like this, bro. I saw it with these two eyes. I saw it. So, yeah, I get it. I get it. But. Of course, that's what I'm rooting for. I, I mm-hmm. want I want to be following a team, covering a team, rooting for a team that is willing to spend money to be good. Yeah, and and I think the Bulls, historically speaking, have not been. Even when no. they were the dynasty, there were issues surrounding that. <laughs> oh my we god, don't, were they? <laughs> uh, we don't we don't want to spend. Money. Speaking of which, real quick, did you see that the co-representers for Tony Kukoc and his Hall of Fame induction? This was just oh, announced earlier today. MJ and Jerry. MJ Shut and up. Jerry. Shut up. Yeah, dude. Shut up. Wow. Wow. Awkward. Awkward. <laughs> wow. Tony Kuko's bridging the gap. <laughs> Bringing people together. My goodness, man. That Wow. Those are honestly two names I didn't think he would pick. Like, honestly, I didn't see him picking Jordan. I didn't see, definitely didn't see him picking. I could see Jerry Krause, but obviously right. he's not here with us anymore. But I and didn't see Reinsdorf. Interestingly, I had heard earlier, and I don't know if it was officially reported or just kind of like speculation, but I swear from multiple sources, we heard that Scottie Pippen was going to be one of Tony's representatives at the Hall of Fame mm. induction. Mm. And then Scotty went on that media just war path. In which one of the things that he said that was pretty controversial was, yeah, I'm still not over the whole Tony Kuko inbound play thing, and Phil Jackson is a racist. Yes. So I, I don't know. Maybe like Scotty and Tony have been close for years. They were both, they you know, uh yeah, um in, in that role of until recently when Scotty was canned, uh, you know, at special advisors and ambassadors for the Bulls organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know if maybe Scotty and Tony's relationship just got a little bit awkward recently because of the stuff Scotty's been saying because we had heard, yeah, Scotty's representing Tony at the Hall of Fame induction. And that seemed awkward after the things that Scotty was saying. And now MJ and Jerry might even be more deliciously awkward. (laughs) (laughs) When they both have to stand on the stage together and just just looking at each other and listening to Tony talk. I I just want to know what Mike's thinking. I always want to know what Mike's thinking when he's doing that stuff. Towards the end (laughs) of the last dance, when they play MJ, that clip of Jerry talking about why he chose to break up the team, and MJ just, like, scoffs and rolls his eyes, like, oh, my God. (laughs) I want it. I want that interaction, but with them standing next to each other. Oh, It's got to happen. We got to have it. I mean, if, if they love us like that, You'll give us all of that. And now I'm also wondering what kind of suit is Mike going to have on? Because, you know, Mike likes Mike's a, a big old loud suit, man. Now I want to see what suit he's going to be wearing. Like, all that's important to me. All that's important to me. Oh, this is going to be awesome. Um, and shout out to Tony Kukoc again for being a Hall of Famer, man. Goodness gracious. Shout, awesome. shout out to Tony. And, and then one last thing, speaking of MJ and recent docs that MJ has done. 
maybe we could talk about this on, a, on an episode sometime next week or something, because I think it's really interesting. The two-part documentary series that the media company in Australia called Australia's Story did yes. on Luke Longley yes. is great. Both it parts, is. parts one and two, are on YouTube. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. Awesome, awesome storytelling of a unsung hero of the Bulls' second three-peat team, Luke Longley, who just kind of came in uh, and, and had an NBA career where, boom, three-time champion and then was forced to retire early with injuries and has disappeared from the spotlight, mm -hmm. um, but, was, but, but was hurt that he was not included in the Last Dance documentary. Um, and then so th this company came in and said, okay, Luke, we're going we're gonna to do a, a Luke Longley doc. It's great. Go watch it if you haven't, and maybe we could talk about it on an episode next week because, man, there's nothing I love more than being a little kid at the United Center shouting, <laughs> Classic. Is, there, Boy, the MJ is, it, is it the Bulls' first possession of the game? Because if, so, <laughs> if so, it's going to Luke in the post. Cash without, money, too. Without fail. Luke without Longley, fail. Baby hook. Bulls up 2 yep. nothing. Yep. <laughs> Next Luke Longley possession, that mid-range that mid shot. Like, free throw line extended. Cash. Like, Love it. Yeah, he's going to the, at least the first six points is going to Luke Longley. Absolutely. That's That's go, go watch that doc. We can talk about it. Big Dave, you got to go watch the mouse at the palace doc. We got to talk about do that too. Yeah. Oh man. Content on content on content right now. It's awesome. <laughs> um, speaking of that, thank y'all so much for giving us some of our content here at Locked Out Bulls by interacting with us and our text mm -hmm. line 331-979-1369. If you want to be a part of the conversation. And as we showed you today, you can also shoot us an email at lockedonbulls at gmail.com. And we will respond to you through that medium as well. You should also follow us on Twitter if you aren't already. I'm Bulls underscore Peck. He's at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. And we are at Locked on Bulls. We'll try to get to some voicemails as well. We've got some fresh ones of those in our inbox too because y'all are great at keeping yes, us busy are. with our mailbag content. You too, Ali. Until next time. Hey, Ali, thanks for listening, man. Or My if man. you're not there anymore, thanks for not listening. Bye. <laughs> Go find somewhere else to hate. <laughs> I love you, Ali. <laughs> you guys are picking on Felicio. Why are you picking on Felicio? I can't take him nowhere, Ali. You see? <laughs> I can't take him nowhere. <laughs> That's Big Dave. I'm Matt. Thanks for listening, y'all. Until next time, see Red Beat Good. Peace out. <laughs> oh, Felicio. I'm in a glass case of emotions.